the next suburb to boom or the next suburb to go bananas, uh, we reckon, is... Do we have drum roll? Drum roll. Drum. Is Ingleside. It's a big call. It's a big call on the beaches. Why Why would somebody say Ingleside when you've got Manly, you've got Curl Curl, you've got DY, everyone's got a beach, Ingleside doesn't. Why would Ingleside be the next booming hotspot? But Steve, you've got experience, wisdom. We both do. We both do. Wisdom. Yep. And you've witnessed this exact momentum and change in your life uh, with Warriwood. Spot on. So, guys, with Warriwood, what we've actually noticed over the years is um, Warriwood was a suburb that was all farms. Uh, Warriwood was a suburb that was, that was the talk of the town, what's going to happen, what's not going to happen. Uh, Warriwood was like, it's not going to happen, it's not going to happen. Uh, it went on and on and on and on. How long did it go on for from when you started? I... I moved here to Warriwood back in 1987. It was a topic of discussion then. Um, and I don't think we really saw any kind of development coming until the early kind of 2000s and more so not even until kind of 2008, even onwards was where we saw the bulk of that activity coming through. So, so it was probably, um, and, and this, could, this, years, could go, say, this 20, can go for any, anyone who's, I think if you're anywhere in, in Sydney or if you're anywhere, anywhere in Australia, you can actually see suburbs go through this transition or through this morph. Um, you can apply um, something I had a discussion with uh, Michael Berger about last week was um, you don't a lot of these you don't want to buy. So I guess this is two pronged attack from the developer point of view. It's very dangerous. Yep. You know because how many people bought a farm? in Warriwood at a premium off a farmer and actually it never actually crystallised for 10 or 20 years. That's one aspect. That's one yeah. prong of what we're yeah. going to talk about tonight. Yeah, absolutely. The other prong is the consumer. Um, someone like my cousin Mary who bought in those actual suburbs uh, in, a, in an emerging suburb that was not really highly regarded, not really a, 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 a goer. No. And then it went boom, 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 boom. Well, I grew up in Warriwood. A lot of my mates from school going back oh, 20 odd years now, they really used to give it to me. They'd say, where do you live? You live in the sticks. I'm like, how can I live in the sticks? We've got a beach in this suburb. But that was that was Warriwood. It was a rural, primarily yeah. a rural suburb. Um, still very much underdeveloped. The roads weren't in great shape. And um, it wasn't by any means a hot spot on the northern beaches. And then, like Mark said, you know, people came in. I remember when they first started doing a lot of these releases around 2000, 2002, you could buy a land and house package for 500000 Yeah, for a land and house package. Well, I so. remember my cousin Mary, she bought 380000 And I remember the outrage with the oldies because um, where you <laughs> where you Serbian background, um, the Croatians, the Serbians, the Italians, they, they owned in Warriwood. The farmers didn't even rate it as a great place to live. <laughs> <laughs> they owned like five acres and they, like, even they were telling like family and friends, whenever I had family or friend buy like a single house off the developer, um, they were like, why would you pay that? Why would you want to live there? But it's, it's been a, it's been a good story. Really good, really good, really good. I've got some data behind it too. Like, um, Maybe we're jumping the gun a bit as well, but there was a home recently sold on Warriwood Road. So for those that don't know it, it is 
Um, it's not a super busy road, but it does feed through the suburb, one of the main feeder roads through that suburb. Now, um, back in 2012, there was a development in there and, and uh, an owner was lucky enough to buy a block of land in there for 635000 So this is 2012, roughly 10 years. Let's just say 10 years ago. Um, I don't know the build cost of homes then, but I'm going to add a build cost of an approximate home today of, say, 600000 So that buy was probably in for $1.2 million 10 years ago um, in 2012. Five, five years later, 2017, that home again traded for $1,890,000. So they did about, what, 700000 Made half a bar, yes, yeah, seven hundred yep. grand. Yep. yep, yep. Now that traded again only last month for two point seven nine five. Shit. So about nine hundred thousand again on top. So these suburbs, and and this is this is my personal belief behind it. Maybe getting off topic, Mark, but the newer suburbs, I love them because there is now there's modern planners, town planners working on this. There is learnt knowledge in um, town planning, in services, in roads that weren't around maybe in some of the more established suburbs. So you've got better family facilities, playgrounds, you've got walking tracks, you've got better access to shops. Um, schooling is, is a thing that's, you know, mindful now. You love a playground. Um, I love it. Nothing like a monkey bus. Mm. But, um, you know, and a lot of these new suburbs offer this smarter planning, in my opinion, um, which only really leads to their desirability. But... I know we're talking about Ingle, I know we're talking about Ingleside, but I just think a really good segue for Ingleside is what Warriwood has done. And not only were the oldies going, why would you want to do that? But Warriwood had really small blocks. Oh, tiny. So everyone was like in uproar saying, like, how big would Streamdale, Streamdale blocks stream? Uh, look, they're probably anywhere from kind of 350 to 500 would be a good block in there. So they're probably four, 400s. So the there. oldies were going like, why the hell would you buy on a 350? Like everyone was so accustomed to six, seven, eight, um, and I, I think I and and they just made money. Yeah. Um, so going from a segue of what Warriwood's done and now over moving into Ingleside, what's going to happen? Yeah. Uh, what's perception going to be? How's it going to be managed? Are people going to make money? Are they going to lose money? Um, I think it's a really, really interesting topic. Now. At the moment, I think the, there's a plan at the moment talking about 900, 1,000 homes going into that area. Yep. If you are from, not from the northern beaches, where Ingleside is, is Monavale, DY, Monavale, Narrabeen and Ingleside make a triangle in a way. So uh, Monavale is that sort of northern end of the beaches so north. Oh, not too far. Come on, it's not that far. Uh, Narrabeen Beach is uh, sort of pretty close to Colorado DY. Yep. Um, and it's up on the hill. Um, so it's elevated. It's got, it's it's probably, Warriwood is in a bit of a gully. Yeah. And it had the sewerage plant. The valley, there. we call it the valley. valley. The valley. <laughs> this is quite elevated sitting up high. Now, if I had a crystal ball, I reckon the blocks are going to be really small. You're right, and what the indicators were from state government earlier was there was actually going to be a whole mix of real estate through there, high dense, uh, well, medium density, and then um, larger lot residential, smaller lot residential. But you're right, these developers, it's all about um, uh, density for them. So yeah, and that's the trend. To be honest, how many of us have time? When's the last time? Oh, I hope you can answer this the right way. When's the last time you mowed your lawn? Yeah, you know, people don't have time as Do much as we used to. No. We'll, just, we'll say it was a while ago. 
was in 19... The purpose of the question was... It was in the 80s. Oh, there you go. Excellent. <laughs> it was my dad's lawn. Oh, I hope you do a yeah. job. Yeah, I sort of stuck to units. Um, but what I'm trying to say is a lot of people time poor now when they're at man, home. It's changed. They're not, yeah, we're not... The, Mate, the, the perception no one... of the garden is different today than it was... You know when our parents were growing up, and and wh- wh- where that where people have got more professional is with the barbecues. Yeah, nice outdoors, outdoor area. Love it. Bit of a fan, bit of a heater, bit of a fire pit. Um, but they're not they're not wanting certainly to play a game of cricket um, with fifteen friends in the backyard anymore. So it's changed. So Ingleside is is I think you're really going to do well if you get a big block. Really going to do well. Things going to be unusual. Um, how you're going to make money out of buying in Ingleside, buying out of this sub subdivision stuff, is getting an early. What you think is going to be overs is actually going to be unders very quickly. Um, I reckon, like if you look at the amount of the um, the sub, like how many went into Warrywood? How many properties? How many dwellings? Um, Say so houses dwellings. versus units. I don't know the exact number. It's probably about a thousand, to be honest. Okay, so there's there's so there's my head looks a bit big. I've got to go back a bit. Um, so there's about a thousand odd. This is going to be about a thousand odd. Um, and and I think what often happens with development is it doesn't all dump at the same time. Yeah. Um, it's probably going to be a dump by the time because some farmers just won't sell. Some will do because uh, they don't need to. Yeah, that's right. Sam had Warrywood. So I think what you'll actually find is that that it's going to be a trickle. 100 properties a year, 50 properties a year. Well, what's the turnaround you and I experienced at Mark here in Warriwood from, from day one of, of selling a site to a developer to the day of, of having somebody actually be able to purchase or, and, and build? Yeah. Three? Three Four? years. I'd say three years to be, con- you know, an average. So even when this planning comes through, even by the time you actually have something available and ready to go, even if you think that's expensive, I think you've got to be really careful to think it's what's expensive today is cheap tomorrow. So our advice to make really, really good money out of Ingleside, snap it up. Yeah. Don't be scared of the smaller blocks if there's actually smaller blocks that are that are there. Um, a lot of you know what I've noticed? A lot of the face of building has changed. Um, when we started doing the Warrior Woods, it was AV Jennings and it was Masterton. Yeah. Uh, the buildings today in our area, probably different to all parts of Sydney and Australia, but it seems to be a Metricon. Yeah, Metricon's popular. And Clarendon. Clarendon. Yep. Icon. Icon. Uh, Bell River's moved in. They're, they're another custom build, or not a custom builder, but a project builder that specialises in smaller lots. So, Is building a house today with these guys as cheap as it was 10, 20 years ago? And I'm, I'm not, obviously, dollar for dollar, it's going to be very different. But, you know, compared to wages, do you reckon that you're building a home for less or more than 10 years ago? I think less, to be honest. Mm. From what I've seen is um, obviously manufacturing of building materials has, has evolved over 10 years too. Yeah. So the cost is, is down, the transportation and, and, and things of, of, of the materials is down. I actually think it's probably cheaper, to be honest. What were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You reckon it is? I don't know whether it's... Um, 
pre-manufactured frames. There's yeah. less, there's less labour on the sites as, than it, there was maybe. It feels like it's more. It's the decision process is easier to build a new house these days as well, where you can literally go and go that 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 in a day, whereas you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, it was a much longer process where you don't you actually pay as you go you choose as you go now it's all chosen up front and bang just go um and i reckon and definitely people are getting more out of the houses so if you look at what was offered by the av jennings 20 years ago to what was being offering now um so steve uh advice yep. if they can buy a finished a pro, a home off so ingleside's going to come up for sale People are going to buy stuff in there. Would you recommend to buy the block of land, do what you want? Would you recommend to buy a house and land package? Uh, I think I think the house and land package is you want to do that. You want to be what we call an early adopter if you're going down the land and house package because um, developers need targets to meet before they up their prices. But also that you've got to understand that, like Mark said, it will be a trickle effect when these new suburbs are released. And the first trickle will actually set the barometer for the second trickle and the third trickle and the fourth trickle. So prices will only move up as, as newer properties come into the marketplace. So I think if you're buying off the plan, definitely be getting there straight away and buy it. But I, I am very, very, um, I'll say I'm, I'm an advocate for building your own home. It's a lot more work, but you can build a beautiful home on a 400 or 350 square meter block uh, starting from 400,000. If you're going to put in 600,000, you're going to get a very, very high caliber home at that price point. So 400,000, if you're buying a block of land, look, I can't forecast what the Ingleside prices are, but if you're buying a block at one, three, you're going to have a home that's worth 2 million. So there's, 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 there's capital in it, but you've got to do a bit of legwork. It is going to be a bit of time and effort on your part, but I think the end result's bigger um, and better for you. When Personally. You, so... Let's look at Warrior as an example again. I just love using the Warrior because it's it, the like for right like there. they were yeah. farms, farms, selling subdivisions, selling subdivisions. Um, so my cousin Mary, <laughs> I hope she doesn't mind me using this as an example. Eight stream Dale, um, almost doubled, almost tripled uh, what she bought it for. Then uh, I sold it for her about eight, nine years later, $900,000. What's that house worth today? One just sold in the street about eight weeks ago for 2.225. Okay. So <laughs> it's done well. Now, um, when you buy off one of these guys and it's already a finished home, it's never going to be quite as nice as you want it though. But that's okay. It's okay. Good shit later. Yeah. You can do that for sure. Good to you later. Uh, something to really be careful about, guys, is um, when you are buying a house and land package, there's one year of capital growth that you're going to get and the developer's not going to get because it's going to take a year longer to develop. So if it's because they're going to have to produce the house, subdivide the site, produce the house, build the house and hand it over. Who gets the capital growth in that year? Mm, question. I haven't experienced it personally because I was selling. We were selling land. Well, it's like a. It's like when you buy a unit off the plan. Mm. Um, the purchase. The, yeah, the purchaser. The client. Yeah. yeah. The so consumer. the consumer is going to get it. So if you buy a block of land um, and you uh, and it settles in th 
three months because land's very easy to, for a developer to hand over once they got all the paperwork done. Um, you're, you're not going to get any capital growth period where you've only put down a 10% deposit because it's going to be ready in three or four months. Off you go. Um, financing. Yes. How's that work? Um, like an off-the-plan purchase, um, you will be assessed when you sign that contract. Obviously, you'll still need to get a loan from your bank um, if you're buying a raw uh, sited block of land. But you, just be mindful that if it is a two- or three-year completion phase, you will be reassessed um, at that point again. Um, so you don't want to be changing jobs too drastically, reducing your income or anything like that um, between the day of signing a, con a contract and settling on a contract. The other thing is um, there's different types of loans. You can get a, um, a construction loan, uh, which works a little bit differently. We're not lenders, but um, there's different different things where it's like a staggered payment. As you withdraw, you actually start paying the loan on the amount you withdraw. Um, that's if you're looking to build a home. If you're buying a block of land, mm -hmm. you can't rent the block of land out. That's true. So the banks are going to be a bit harder because while you're building, you don't have an income, the banks are going to be a bit tougher on you. If you buy a house and land package, sure, you're going to be paying more and probably a little bit overs, but at least when the bank gives you the loan, they're going to have an asset they can rent quickly or you can move in there yeah, quickly right. as well. So an another another way to look That's at a good, it. a very good point. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be easier to fund yep. if you buy a house and land rather than just land. Land's a bit sexy because you can build what the hell you want, but I think you'd be careful that the, the bank might be a bit hard on you um, in terms of doing that. And you've got to live somewhere while the build's going on. You've still got your day-to-day -day, you know, living costs yeah. unless you're in with family or something like that. But you won't have as much control to still. build exactly what you want. But hey, don't be fussy. Get in there. Yep, it's the way. Ingleside. Um, what else can I say? It's a good area in regards to, like you said, it's an elevated position, but it's also sitting on Monoval Road, which is having major upgrades as well. So it's going to be a quicker transit link out onto the M2, M5, M7 that way um, from the Northern Beaches too. I just think, I, I just like that little factor about the suburb too. A big thing that I like about this, this and guys, if you've just tuned in, we're talking about land releases. We're talking about the newest one on the Northern Beaches, which is going to be Ingleside. When it happens, it's going to be great. We're talking about getting in. Most of all, we're talking about how you can actually make money, optimise on purchasing this, what to buy, what not to buy, to make the most amount of money. Um, have you heard about my banana story? I've heard several of your banana stories i got a banana story. Um, this is this is about, this is how you guys are going to make money. This is about um, a lot of stock on the market and no stock on the market. Meriton DY had 360 units. They injected into a suburb that had 10,000 units. The problem was, actually, can I put that story on hold for a sec? I'll tell you my banana story. It's the banana story, which relates which relates back to the merchant. Okay. I'm surprised you haven't heard my banana. I thought it was. No. A, I thought that was the banana it story. Is, it is, but okay. I'll, I'll, I'll illustrate it better if I talk All about right. bananas. Let's go. So how many bananas do you and your family of five, how many bananas do you eat? A week? Yeah. A dozen at least? 12 bananas. So I come to you and I say, do you want 12 bananas, $1.99 a kilo? You say, done. You buy... Two kilos, one yeah. kilo, one kilo of bananas. Yes, they one. Just 
one kilo. So your rate, your rate of purchasing is one kilo a week. That's what you do. If I come to you and say, I want, I've got a box, I've got so many, I need to sell these, what are you going to say? I'll buy a few more, but I'll, I'll pay you a little bit less. Do you that? That's why that that is the, what I call the banana story with property. So, how much less do I have to discount the bananas to sell your whole goddamn box, which is twenty kilos? You're going to give it to family, you're going to give it to friends, but you don't really need it. It's, they're going to go bad. You don't really need it. Mm. So you'll say, you know what? I'll give you ten cents a kilo or twenty cents a kilo. You pay less, guys. That is my exact story about the banana story when it comes to Merit and DY. I'm going to tie this back to Ingleside in a second. When your Merit and DY came to town, DY only sells 500 units a year. That's about 50 units a month, 40 units a month, yeah? They, in that, there's, a, there's one bedrooms, two bedrooms, three bedrooms. Merit was mostly three bedrooms. Go with me on this example. I know it's not exact, but I'm, go with me. Meriton had so many units they were trying to inject into the DY economy, into the DY market, that there was only, even though there was 40 units, 10 of them a month were selling were three bettors. Meriton had 363 bettors. So they can take 10 years to sell an extra three or four a month, or they can inject more into the local market, but they have to discount it. They've got to discount the product. That is my banana story with property. Now, when you take that across to Ingleside and you move this example across to Ingleside, these guys, I was going to call them fuckers, but I won't. These guys are going to have to inject more property into the marketplace, be it land or be it house and land packages, than what the natural take-up is of the market. So what they're going to have to do, because they've got more supply than what's normal in the area, is they're going to have to discount that product in order to get it sold. That's another way that people are going to make money on buying an Ingleside. Yeah. And that's where the early adopters will take advantage because that's when there will be the greater amount of stock on the market. And that's yeah. exactly what happened with Warrywood. Yeah. So even though there was a pessimist and people go, blah, 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 you shouldn't do it, blah, 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 Warrywood's done very well. Now... After that, that banana effect, guess what happens when all the bananas are sold and there's no more bananas for sale? Price goes back up. Bang. Yeah. It's the banana bounce. So <laughs> so what we saw happening in, uh, take you back to Mer Meriton in DY, is once Meriton was sold out, once all the three bettors were gone and it went back to its normal 500-unit sales, a year, not 550 five, or, or, or 580 because there was Meritans, went back to its stabilised to its normal price and there was no more Meritan three-betters available. Suddenly, all of the units in DY, the three-betters, went up automatically by 10 or 20%. Bang. Warrywood did the same. Warrywood did exactly the same. That's how you make money out of Ingleside. Very good. Very good. It was just something I heard randomly in the car while I was driving this morning was still some figures came out as projections for the next 40 years. What's going to happen to the New South Wales population? 4-0. So they're predicting by 2061, 40 years from now, um, New South Wales will have a population of 11.5 million. Um, that's up about 3.3 million from today's numbers. Um, and the uh, here we are. The 
life expectancy is also going to be up. Women up to 92 years, men 89 years. So we need more houses because of life expectancy alone. Uh, New South Wales will need up to 1.7 million additional homes by 2061. The Northern Beaches, I don't think we, uh, we have a lot of room for 1.7 million new homes. So again, the proximity to the water, our lifestyle that's, that we sometimes take for granted on the Northern Beaches is a key to Ingleside. Um, when I look at the Northern Beaches and what's remaining, really Ingleside, the next suburbs, Terry Hills to a degree, um, and Belrose are probably three that I could earmark as future development um, suburbs. But beyond that, I don't know a whole lot more that can really accommodate homes in regards to land or, or houses. And the, who's going to be the, the target market for these house and land packages, the people that are going to be living in a modest three-bedroom home, they need more size, they need more room, they're considering extending their home, they're consider, considering moving to a bigger home, this is going to be a perfect opportunity yeah. again, just like Warriwood, just like Warriwood. I hope we've educated you tonight. I hope we've helped people out there. If we haven't educated you, maybe you've got a friend or family you can send this to, um, all about Ingleside, where Ingleside is going. It's going to happen. It's been the talk of the town for a while, and it, boy, has it really heated up in the last couple of weeks. Um, pretty exciting times for everyone. Definitely, definitely. Guys, if we can help you, please call us. We've been through uh, through this journey in Warrywood. We're looking forward to the journey in Ingleside as well. If you're a developer, we'd love to help you. Love to. See you, Ron. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Mr. Bublo. Thank you. The Bublo.